According to the bio he wrote, Gabriel Rutledge is one of North America's finest touring stand-up comics. He has appeared on Comedy Central and is a past winner of the Seattle International Comedy Competition. Christy Rutledge is one of North America's finest stay-at-home moms. They have three kids, they're married, they swear a lot, they're the Rutledges. Okay, I think we're rolling. Say something. What do you want me to say? <laughs> Welcome to an exciting episode of The Rutledges. Recorded on Wednesday, March 13th from our kitchen. <laughs> I actually didn't have the mic on. Good. Game. Okay. Is it on now? It's been on. I was kidding. Gabe, why don't you tell them about it? This is the problem. <clears throat> this is the problem with everything's online right now. You know what I mean? Comedy shows are online. School's online. Olive's on some Zoom class. I have to get her to turn her computer around so the third grade doesn't see my nearly nakedness going into the shower. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's terrible. You're doing this stupid Marco Polo thing all the time. Yeah. Which uh I don't if if you don't know what that is, how would I describe that? It's like video messaging to each other all the time uh-huh. and then like you can in the middle of their video you can comment on <laughs> what they were saying. Yeah. So I thought you were talking to me about something I didn't understand. You were saying something like, if I was gonna pick a last name, I wouldn't pick I thought you were just talking to me. So, you know, yeah, in the comfort of my own home, I farted. Then you went icy quiet, and I realized I just Marco Polo farted really loud. (laughs) Really loud. Oh, God. I don't think I've laughed that hard in years. I was like on the floor. (laughs) It took me about four seconds to realize what what had happened. And I just put my <laughs> my head in my hands. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Stupid Marco. I need an on-air button or something. I'm How so- do I know what you're doing? That uh, You know? I don't know. I had just listened to it. <laughs> she- but what am I supposed to do? Just be really into what you're Marco Poloing at that moment? <laughs> I mean, you weren't be listening. But this is the problem with Marco Polo. It's like it's like the jump rope thing where you're waiting for your turn. Like, is it me? Is it me? Is it me? Is it? <laughs> you know? I don't do it all day long. I really don't. Well, you won't now. Lesson I, learned. I, 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 <laughs> Did they say anything? I don't know. Oh, that's the other thing. There's no take backs. No. There's no deleting. <laughs> There's no, like... Nobody's responding. Oh, no. (laughs) And the funny part is, like, these are not people I see, like, all the time. Like, they're they're people that, um, I met them at camp, at at camp. I go to this grief camp for kids, and I'm a big buddy at it. 
And so my first year, like well, we were rest in peace, friendship. <laughs> we were all in the same <laughs> cabin. We were big buddies together. There's a we, lot of fart humor in at camp. There really is, actually. And we all um <clears throat> we all connected. Like so we're just like like we're pretty close, <laughs> but you know, they don't live near me. And so we um we have our our camp training is on Saturday, which is like on a Zoom meeting, and so we've been like, <clears throat> great! I'll me. probably show my ass on that. Just to... <laughs> we've been um, uh, messaging back and forth about like because they they never tell you your cabin assignments until like the camp training. So of course the whole time before we're like, whose cabin do you think we're going to be in? I hope we're together, but I just don't want to be with that person. <laughs> so then we are looking, usually they, they just blind copy the email addresses. So you don't know who's like in different meetings, but this time they, um, they made them like, uh, they didn't blind copy them. And so, um, I got to see, like, I was like, well, I recognize this person and this email belongs to this person. And then this person, <clears throat> and one of the girls was like, who is that? And I was, this, this woman's name. You can't say people's names. I'm not okay. going to. It's got like five syllables in her last name. And it's like super like goofy sounding. But do you know how it's pronounced? Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently now it is. And so my friend was like, <laughs> she's, she replied and she earlier and she was like, did you? Who is that? I have no idea who that is. So then I replied and I like had given her like a whole like all the descriptions I could think of about her. So then she replied and she's like, now I know who you're talking about. I thought you made up a name because you were like, you said her first name and then you paused a second at the last name. And I thought you made up or making up a last name. And I, so I replied and I was like, if I was going to make up a last name, I wouldn't pick. And I started to say it. And then somebody farted. If, if your maiden name was fart though, you would get married quick. <laughs> it would. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. And like, as soon as I, it was long. And so as soon no. as I realized what was happening, I it stopped immediately. <laughs> My first thought was we have to move out of the house. They don't even know where we live, but I feel like we got to move out of the house. We have to move. (laughs) You know what? Like, just last episode, we were talking about, um, like, farting in school, or, like, I told stories about farting doing gymnastics. That's one of my top five worst of all time. That was... (laughs) This is, like... That will forever be known as the Marco Polo fart. (laughs) We play the game a little differently where I'm from. (laughs) Marco. (laughs) Fish out of water. There's no P in our ool, but there is a fart. (laughs) Fish dead in the water. Oh, I'm humiliated. I'm humiliated. That's exactly what it was. I'm a 46-year-old father of three. And I, I, I ripped a fart, and I, I felt like it was the school bus. It was hum- humiliating. 
already, one time on the school bus, I don't know if they still do this, but when we were kids, there was always one kid on the bus who had a seatbelt. <laughs> yeah, they do that for kids with special no, needs. No, but that's the special need bus. This was the regular bus, yeah. but one kid... We were, remember we were talking about hyperactive kids? I know, honey, but what bus? Are you talking about an Olympia or South Bend? I don't know. No, I'm talking about Olympia. <clears throat> there was a kid on my school school bus who had a seatbelt. There was one seatbelt on the whole bus, front row. Yeah, because back then the funding was different. Like, everybody rode together. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I know, that person probably had special needs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah? Okay. Why are we talking in circles right now? <laughs> I don't know. You're like about to make fun of this person who had a seatbelt on the bus. I had to sit next to that kid for a long time. But that's, mm -hmm. I mean, I can't remember my original point because we okay. got sidetracked with uh, the way they funded special education in the 90s and 80s, which isn't where <laughs> I wanted to go. Okay. Well, <laughs> farting on the bus? I guess. Did I just fart felt, and blame it on that kid? I felt, no. <laughs> I just felt like uh, that, like in school, just like the red hot embarrassment <laughs> washes over your face. Oh, God. <laughs> like when someone in, someone in like junior high would bring up masturbation and then they'd be like, everyone does it or something like that. And I would I never had that. Experience. Oh, my God. That's more like high school, actually. And I would just be like, no, I don't. Why would I? Like, I didn't even know what to... I wasn't... Um, who was it? You... <laughs> so, it's it, more than one person. But I just mean, I couldn't, I couldn't even be... Like, as an adult, you're like, you know, yeah, why are you even... Yes, I've masturbated. You got me. Like, you know, it's not a big... It's you not, have? It's not, I'm, oh, my God. <laughs> I do it thinking of our wedding. <laughs> why? You mean the limousine right after the wedding? No. You're a great Aunt Lucy. She was there. Uh, no, I don't think about her what wedding. Is that? I was just kidding. Like that's she was so hot or something. I was thinking about her. Well, she's dead now. I know. So she knows. <laughs> oh man, when they because you know I, I was a church kid, and they'd always talk about our, our relatives looking down from heaven, and I'm like, oh, they don't need to see everything. Well, I also think like, don't you think it'd be boring like if your relatives okay like let's just say my dad okay sure <clears throat> so that would mean he's watching my house and my two sisters houses and my mom's house so there's pretty a pretty good cable setup he's got up there right there's a couple of thoughts i have okay by I the mean, way, write this down for grief camp. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> Christy, I believe you had a presentation. <laughs> and then I wasn't invited back. <laughs> it's called God Jerks Off? Christy Rutledge. <laughs> no, it's not even that. I mean, so if they were going to catch you masturbating, I mean, if my dad is watching over four houses... Like that, he why just has... four? He had a brother. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, th so he would have to catch us at the exact right moment. There's that, but the other part, how 
boring would that be? Like, how much mundane, stupid stuff do I well, do it's, to frame it's a It's funny, though. I would When I was whatever, <clears throat> that age, I would, you know, when my grandma died or people like that. <clears throat> like, she's watching over you in heaven. And my mind would go to masturbation. Mm-hmm. But it never occurred to me. Like, yep, she saw you take a dump, too. Like, that never, <laughs> like, that's worse. You know what I mean? That one time the booger was way up there. Grandma was there then, too. <laughs> That one time when you farted on Marco Polo, oh, everyone was there. <laughs> but, but Jesus, what about the time there was one set of footprints? That's when I ran away after you farted. <laughs> Marco! Uh, yeah. I keep, nope, no one's replying. Oh yet. my God, I just, I just shut it down. I just shut down Marco Polo. It exploded in a fart. <laughs> so bad. I'm still They're too loud. I can't. <sighs> I uh, I still am flushed. You can't tell under my luxurious beard, but I feel flushed. I feel. Uh... <laughs> I can't stop laughing. <laughs> oh God. I haven't had that happen for a long time where I was like laughing so hard. I'm like crying like so hard. I've actually heard a lot of stories about people who thought they were muted on Zoom and did similar things. But I have, I've known a few. Um, so humiliated. I've heard a few therapy stories of people in therapy where the person thinks they're muted and they fart. Oh. Maybe their emotions are muted, and we need to unmute our feelings. Out our butt? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Your fart therapy cured me, Eugene. Yes. <laughs> that was really bad, dude. That was. Re- I'm so glad I don't know those people. Like if it was people I had to make eye contact with later, that'd be that'd be rough. That would be very rough. A couple of follow-ups from we. Sorry, we skipped last week. Yeah, a lot of you guys don't listen every week. It's you know you're behind. It's fine. Olive's birthday was the next day, and we had a lot to do. Your hair is so long. I can't believe how long it is. Oh. Yeah, it is crazy. <clears throat> Soon as this, uh, soon as this uh, thing's over, I'm rushing right back to the my barber. Really? No. Mm. Um. Actually, you know what? I I need the under part cut. The under. Do you want me to do that? Mm, have you ever done that before? I've done it for you before. Yeah, probably. I just did Johnny's like if you hair if today. you put it if you put it up in a ponytail, it uh, there's like under. There's a line you can see. Did I? Did I? Did the had the plumber come over before our last episode? Did I tell that already? What I don't the plumber think you said? Did. Okay, so we had to, uh, the plumber had to come to our house. Just, um, <laughs> well, clearly they know. They heard about the fart. <laughs> he knew you were going to fart on Marco Polo. I thought it would be quiet. It wasn't. <laughs> uh, oh, God. No, the Roto Rooter guy had to come because our toilet was backed up. Uh, you know, that's, <laughs> as I said, our toilet was sick of this quarantine shit, too. And so, the uh but he walks in the house i happen to have a ponytail on i'm a ponytailed american sometimes it does get in your way when you're trying to do shit 
And the, so I'm going to blame the ponytail for this. He he comes in, he looks at the toilet, and he goes, I, I assume you're not the homeowner? I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Did yes. you feel judged and stereotyped? I felt a little judged, but I think it was because I had a coupon. <laughs> and I said something like, she told me to give you this before you got started, but you were the she. Oh. And so I think he thought I was talking about my landlord. But I was just like, what the hell, dude? You can't just walk into a house and go, I assume you're not the homeowner. I assume you're not Mr. Roto-Rooter. Let's just continue with our day. Does you're it, Mr. Roto-Rooter Jr. Does it change how you get the shit clogged out of the toilet? Because that's what we're here for. Is there a special homeowner uh, plunger you have back there? And Oh, let me get my renter plunger out. Uh, he didn't have a plunger, but... He was actually kind of embarrassed. He was like, oh, you know, like backtracking. What was he doing? <laughs> you do that a lot. This is my impression of people who think the comedy is uh, inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> really makes my face flap in an unflattering manner. <laughs> you know what else is. Nope. Uh, okay. But I was going to say, what was I saying? Oh, sorry, we didn't uh, uh, podcast last week. But so I got this message from I won't say his name. He's a private citizen. He doesn't need our shit. I'll just call him. I will say what he. he, he it's a guy who's seen me a bunch of times. Dave, Dave from Portland. Probably has. Some, I thought you were gonna not say his but name. That, I mean, that's pretty random. I'm not gonna say. His, I don't even know his last name. Okay. But uh, he, you know what he called himself? That's cool. He said Portland Reveler checking <gasps> in. Oh my god! So that's awesome. That's amazing. Of course, our revelers are people who um, decide to give us a monthly support um, and receive the same product as everyone else. But they enjoy it more. But they enjoy it because they're invested. Yes. If you want to enjoy think... something, you pay for oh, it. Look, you should do Marco Polos for our revelers. No, no. And then you can. <laughs> You're not supposed to fart in the word fart. You just farted the word fart. I can't stop laughing. Plus, you can't say the word fart without saying that a little bit. This is my point. Maybe you're flipping through the channels and you see that um, a movie's playing okay. for free and you watch that movie and you're like, oh, who gives a shit? But right? Then it's but on... let's say you rent one for $3 on Amazon. The same you movie? are going to get your money's worth. You're not quitting on that movie. But is it the same movie? Doesn't matter in my scenario. <laughs> okay. How unlikely you to get bogged down in an unnecessary <laughs> detail. <laughs> what was the movie? Were you in the back room when you watched the Wait, movie? What or... were you wearing? <laughs> I was wearing that shirt you got me six years ago after my grandma died. <laughs> Had you farted yet or not? <laughs> you know what? Pick a shirt. I farted it. <laughs> <laughs> not directly. Not excuse me a bit. <laughs> pull my shirt off. One time, I think you and I, like, we were just friends or something, and somebody farted. And you should I, go back to that. And I said, I'm kidding. And I said, they farted in their pants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't stop laughing. Because <laughs> it's such a funny thing. <laughs> it really is. Because what would you take them off? I don't want to stake up my good church pants. You pull them off real quick. Oh, God. Uh, but anyway, okay, so remember, do you remember we had an episode where I, I um, 
where I talked about how I microwaved Oreos and fried our microwave. <laughs> Literal flames were coming out of the I Oreos. I wasn't home for that. I come home. I'm like, what's that smell? <laughs> so he sent me this. Uh, years ago, he came home from something we'd been attending, and the house smelled like it had been on fire. Kid was asleep. We look everywhere to see what was up. Notice smoke stains on the counter by the microwave. Oh, God. He'd microwave. <laughs> He'd microwaved bread with butter on it because he didn't want toast and didn't want... Okay, I'm going to read that again. He microwaved bread with butter on it because he wanted toast and didn't want to wait on the toaster. I asked him how long he set it up for, and he said five minutes. Basically longer than the toaster would have taken. Ruined the microwave. Every time you turn on the fan, it smelled like house fire smell. Oh, I got a good laugh uh, from that Portland reveler. Is there, like... That's the most teenage thing ever. Like, I don't have time for a toaster. <laughs> I'm going to microwave my toast. I see Johnny doing that. But, okay, so I used to, like, follow this website that was <laughs> shit, shit my kids ruin. I remember that one. And it just kills me. Like, kids who've written on their car, like, written their name on their car. Um... Or, like, <laughs> drawn on the dog with marker. Or just t- tons of, like, stuff like that. And the pictures would have, like, one of them that was my favorite was this kid with, like, a, a, like a barbell, like a dumbbell, right? That was probably, like, 20 pounds. And it's, like, part of it's in the toilet bowl <laughs> It's like all broken around it. The toilet is broken and it's like hanging out like they put it in the toilet and it shattered it. And the kid is standing there like frowning next to it. Like that but I think even better would be like lazy like things my lazy teen has ruined. It's I mean it's a weird it's like a genetic uh not genetic well, you know uh, it uh, it's a biological the, the part of the growing up process but like some of the things that like when he back when we had school and he would make his school lunch like he would put mayonnaise i'm not even kidding it would cover a third of the bread and i'd be like you know what would taste a lot better if you covered the entire bread with the mayonnaise and he's like i don't care it's just like that level of laziness to me is just like this i don't even understand it's gonna taste like dry shit you know like this age like in their teens like their brains are like sloughing off like some of the other that's a scientific term Sort of. Sloughing? Yeah, like... Okay. <clears throat> um, like the old... Like, do you know what that means? Not exactly. Okay, like, th- they would say, like... Someone not working very hard? Is that sloughing off? Kind of. I mean, that would be one way. Like, uh, menstruation is when... Oh, God, is Johnny menstruating? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I wish. The uterine wall... Why do you wish? Because it would explain why he's such a nut. He's anyway. men emotionally menstruate. Anyway, um, the you know the uterus prepares for a baby. Mm-hmm. If the egg does not implant or the embryo doesn't implant, it sloughs off the uterine wall that it prepared. Like, oh, I, okay, I have okay. heard that. So, 
Um, He's shedding brain? Yes, essentially. Like, your brain is making room for the new pathways and mm-hmm. the new neuro neurons and new, like, cells and everything. And it sheds too much sometimes. And, like, this is, like, a super huge brain developmental time. Yeah. And you end up with dry, shitty bread. And he's like, and you microwave I mean, toast. Some of the things he does is just like, I like. I mean, there was the whole year, the whole twelve-month time period. He wore shorts, and he would not wear a coat. It would be dumping rain, and I would say, Johnny, why don't you wear a coat with a hood? And he was just like. No. Like, at the end of the year, he was like, I did it. I didn't wear a coat for 12 months. And I'm like, he's like, see? And I just was like. He showed you. Who are you showing? Like, (laughs) I mean, I would have people. It was snowing. That was the year that it snowed. Like, they missed like a week of school. It snowed so much. And Johnny, in the like the before it snowed, like before it accumulated, is out waiting for the bus in the snow. And like people are texting me, like, "Hey, did you know your son's waiting for the bus in in the snow in shorts?" And I'm like, "Yes, this is a natural consequence parenting moment." Like, I am not picking this battle. It's not his fault. His brain was sloughing. Yeah. This is um, one of America's. No, frick that. This is one of the world's preeminent uh, fart science podcasts. <laughs> oh God! Uh, and then I, I so go ahead. I would love to hear like other. I love hearing like other parents. Like, like one of my friends, like her son gets his driver's license. He's had it for like three weeks. <clears throat> He's back in the car. <laughs> of the garage that she still can't figure out how he managed to like run into the garage so bad it like broke the garage the car's totally dented to shit and he's like i'm not driving that it looks like a piece of shit now she's like you did it and it was like so old like that they're not gonna repair it but she's like you created this and he's just like i'm not driving that's that's why it's a terrifying time because like teenagers are morons like Uh, no i mean i mean it's i'm not even saying my son specifically i'm just saying like i think about the dumb things that you know god i did some uh, really dumb things oh yeah me too i spray paint Ram in my mom's yard. <laughs> yeah, yes, you did. Just to be an asshole. And the hilarious thing is, is you were pissed that she got pissed. <laughs> but you like know all I did was spray paint a pentagram. It was huge too. <laughs> the funny thing was, that <laughs> what an asshole. She made me cut it out with scissors. Yeah. So I. That's I, how you learn. I cut it out. But just to be a jerk, I cut what I painted. So you cut a pentagram. Yes. An alien pentagram crop circle. Yes. You are an asshole. I was such a jerk. <laughs> oh, God. I did so many stupid things like that. Oh, by the way, if you want to, any comment or story related to what we're saying, you know what? Any story. 
We'll listen to any story. Uh, you know, slide into the DMs on my, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. My email is Gabriel at GabrielRutledge.com. You can re- can you record on Anchor? You have to have the Anchor app. That's why I never ask people to do that. Oh, because I did that for you. You have to download the Anchor app to do that, though. And I don't think most people are going to do fully... that. No, I didn't. I think I did it from the website. I don't know. It was worth it, though. You can do that, too. There is a way to leave us a voicemail, um, but I think you have to have the Anchor app to do it, but I'm not positive. I don't know. You may or may not have to have the Anchor app, (laughs) just to clarify what Gabe has said. So the options on that one would be yes or no. (laughs) It's like a 50-50. It's like my favorite, favorite thing. There's there's the um, very accurate Chinese gender chart it's like a predictor okay um and and i think like it's some like old method like based on like when the mother conceives the age of mom the age mom is at time of conception based on the then also you like compare this to like the lunar year and i don't know but you can go online i mean i don't no, the like actual um what is I can't think of the word that I'm using like want to like input the information, like the the formula. Okay. I don't know the formula. But <clears throat> so you can go on places on the w- internet and like enter in um a you know, they'll say like what was the con- month of conception, how old was the mom, and then they'll tell you the their the you know the prediction of what the gender of your child will be and at the top of it it says please know that the chinese gender chart only offers a accuracy rate of 50 percent that was a long way to go for 50 percent but we got there (laughs) but isn't that like so like yeah. of course what else it's either gonna be one or the other oh, no. i hate when the weatherman does that there's a 50 percent chance of everything then you asshole <laughs> heads it's cloudy tails it's sunny back to you steve um no steve is the weatherman depends where well in king five news uh no actually i won't watch the he's news. on como and he retired Steve Brenner? Steve Poole. Oh, I, who's Steve Brenner? Wait, did oh, we that was a that was Jeff Renner. <laughs> who's Steve Brenner? We went to high school with him, and he's not a weatherman. <laughs> I doubt he is. Oh, <laughs> I don't think the weatherman usually has chew in his mouth to spit cup next to him, but that would <laughs> be hysterical. They're like, what's the weather tomorrow? Who gives a shit? Oh, How about isn't that? Isn't that so gross? We went to school with so many. What are you doing? Just put, put my arm around my lady over here. I was thinking it was for your fart. I thought we'd moved on. Never. Are you just meeting me? That's the worst part about being with you slash best is it's it's not going to be like 10 years from now. Do you remember your Marco Polo fart? It's going to be every week for the next 10 years. And you know what? <laughs> The best part about me is in 10, 20, 30 years, it will still make me laugh. 
just as hard. <laughs> You're probably right. <clears throat> What's your favorite quarantine memory? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> when people ask me, how are you guys holding up? We're amazing. Do you know what happened? <laughs> if I get brave enough, I might share it on social media. We have the video. Oh, God. Uh, I was going to say, do you remember we talked about what I was, uh, I played junior high football. Yes. Sixth grade, mm-hmm. Jefferson Jaguars. Mm-hmm. I was seventh string linebacker. <laughs> I thought you said six. Well, one Were you kid lying? Was, one kid was sick. He came back. Were you trying to make yourself sound better than you were? I don't know what string I was. I Okay, I played... <laughs> This is how good I was. I played in the fifth quarter. How's that work? Well, there there, was... no... <laughs> there are four quarters. Well, how sure for be? the good people. <laughs> After the game was actually over, you can't divide something up into five quarters. I'm telling you. They called it the fifth quarter. <laughs> I guess you're right. It's not a quarter. It shouldn't be called the fifth 20. But... Did, did Yogi Bear <laughs> Half of football is 90% mental. And so... you should in the fifth quarter. So there was so many people because it was like a no-cut. It was a no-cut league. <laughs> Okay. The cat, he's staring at me. So they would let us play. They would let everyone, all the shitty kids, play in the fifth quarter after the game was actually over just to get, like, game experience and stuff. So I played a lot in the fifth quarter. It was me and the kid in the seatbelt. That's not nice. It's only not nice because you made it that way. So, do you remember I said I had a, uh, I had a, I, the, the helmet I had was like this real, aw- it was like a monkey mask. It was terrible. Awful. And then I remembered, oh, I can't, fifth quarter. Oh. I was MVP of the fifth quarter one time. No, I'm just kidding. They didn't have an MVP. <laughs> Out there with my spaghetti stained jersey. <laughs> Finish strong, Rutledge. You know what I got a lot of? Good effort. Way to stick with it. When someone would run me over, they'd be like, way to stick with it, Rutledge. I'm going to die. <laughs> but at least you'll die doing what you loved, laughing at farts. You married a fifth quarter <laughs> linebacker. First string fifth quarter. <laughs> no, not even. I was like, Coach, is there a sixth quarter? Because <laughs> I'd really like to get in. I think if there was ten quarters, I could have been starting quarterback. <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were a linebacker. No. Were you going to be starting? They would have needed me in the tenth quarter. <laughs> be my time to shine. Uh, oh God! I thought. Oh, this is what I thought about football. And again, I had never played. And most of the kids had played like whatever fourth and fifth grade. I thought 
this is who's good at like junior high football is like really fat kids, giant people, or like really there's it's really hard to be short and good at football unless you're super fast and I was not. Yeah. And so I I was just like I just got run over because I was like one of the shorter kids in the school. Yeah. I was not one of the thinner kids in the school. <laughs> Uh, but then I had this other memory of uh, in in high school, I played ninth grade basketball. Again, no cut situation. So like starting five, right? Um, <clears throat> I don't believe we had a fifth quarter. But Did we... you play in the third half? <laughs> you proud of yourself? <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you never notice that there are Look, in sixth grade, it made a lot of sense. We is seventh grade. Oh yeah, you're right. It was seventh grade. Uh, so there again, there was like twenty kids, five get to play at a time, right? Yeah. And so I didn't. I was I was better at basketball, but the <laughs> we had. First of all, the jersey they gave me because they don't have they don't have twenty good jerseys, right? To yeah. give to like the ninth grade basketball team. So they <laughs> there was like matching numbers. Like I had like a number twenty mm-hmm. and another kid had number twenty. <clears throat> and apparently that kid was better because I had to tape over the zero. So I would be number two. <laughs> I had tape on my front and back of my jersey, so I was number two instead of number twenty. Well, what about if there was a number two? Well, there whatever it was, I had to tape oh, one of the. Well, oh I didn't have goodness. to switch halfway through or anything, yeah. but like, uh, so I mean, when you're getting, you know, when there's two minutes left in the game and they're like, let <laughs> Rutledge play, and like I have tape on my jersey, it really doesn't make you feel that good. Oh God. Uh, and also, the jersey that they gave me was so small. <laughs> it was so small that I had to take it home and stretch it over a laundry basket and leave it for like two days. And that like stretched it out to make it bigger. But not big enough. So I'm wearing like this super tight tank top. I'm worried about like man boobs. Wrestling singlet. Oh my God, just terrible. Like I can barely breathe. I got tape on my jersey. Oh, They're like, get out there. Uh, so yeah, I, that was another, uh, a little bit of a humiliating, um, that's, but I actually, it's weird though. Cause like if it's something about the officialness of, of sports got to me because I would play basketball Mm -hmm. with people who were like, whatever the starters, yeah, like on the weekend somewhere else, like at Evergreen State College or wherever, which is near where I lived. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, uh oh, I got a sneeze coming. Hold on. Maybe. Your butt cheeks. Oh, God. Marco Polo? Maybe it's going to pass. Okay, we're good. Uh, I would play basketball with people who were like starting on my team. And, like, uh, what are you doing? Nothing. No. Nope. I just looked to see my sister. <laughs> Responded. What did she say? Do you want to know? Well, you sent you sent the video of me farting well, to your of sister. Of course. I mean, she's from my family. <clears throat> yeah. She said, "I'm laughing so hard, and my back is so fucked up today that the laughing is hurting." 
Would you be mad if I posted that on social media? No. I, I, I didn't I fart. I mean, don't you better tell people it was not me farting. <laughs> oh, anyway. Okay. You uh, it's play... not even an important story. I, I feel like I was much better at basketball. You would play with... And then all of a sudden when it was an official uniform school activity with a coach or whatever, it was like I wasn't as good. I don't know why. I but like, like you I don't know. feel as relaxed. Maybe not. But there is something to that. Yeah. I mean, I would go, I always remember like in. Oh, hi, Dawn. Hi. How are you, baby? Um, he wants his treats. He wants his irritable bowel medicine, and then he wants his wet food. Um. Okay, I would go in like in warm ups or not warm ups, but like in practice, like doing gymnastics, and I would like nail like this really great beam routine and like. It was, like, so good, and I felt, like, so... <sighs> Relaxed, confident. Yeah, and I didn't hold back, so, like, yeah. every jump was, like, you know, like, full extension. and But then take me to a meet, and I was, like, not... I didn't yeah. feel as secure and confident, and I just couldn't, like, let it go. And I think one of the things for me was, like... Organized sports for me, not at least at the high school level, were about not fucking up. And like mm-hmm. when it's just the weekend messing around, it's not about not fucking up. It's about trying to do well. Yeah. So like my mindset was a little off. I wonder if there's something <clears throat> like here I am with all my peers and I don't want to fuck up. I don't want them to be mad at me. I don't want to be know, the reason. I but why wouldn't I want them to be mad at me on the unofficial basketball? Because there wasn't basketball. going to be like anybody winning or losing or, you No, know. there was winning. Well, I don't know. It wasn't going to be a, such a big yeah. deal. I guess know? I just wasn't what? a closer. <sighs> I don't know. But, you know, they used to say in, uh, they said this in band, and I do think it's true. It doesn't apply to comedy, but it applies to gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably uh, your your best performance is ninety five percent as good as your best practice. Oh yeah, I totally. There's probably an that. easier way to just say what I said, but it, like your best performance is going to be five percent less than your best practice. Oh, I totally believe yeah. that. I mean, <clears throat> I would have been in the Olympics if they. No, really. <laughs> Man, that was true when I was in a band. That was so. We had the greatest shows when no one was there when we were practicing. <laughs> yeah, we would. I mean, we were so stupid that we would like we would it, we would play for like two hours. You know these what we thought were great jams, or we'd smash our. In- At the end of a practice, I stuck my drums uh, drumsticks no. through my drum heads. We'd throw shit around. Not every time, but it was just like. And then when it's over, you're like, well, that's. Gonna cost me sixty dollars. I would be so annoyed with you. You weren't even there then. I know, but the the band. I had a different girlfriend then. No, you didn't. In my head, I did. Well. No, I didn't. Did you fart as loudly in front of her? You know, I probably didn't. <laughs> I probably didn't. <laughs> um, I feel you. I mean, I was in a band briefly with you. Were you when you were the flautist? Oh, um, I played drums. With a flute? No, with you guys. And 
I injured my neck. I One time. shred. <laughs> yeah, but remember that? I probably told this story before, but that was actually pretty hilarious. We went to their band practice. You played drums, which you don't play. I was playing guitar, which I don't play. And no, you were singing. Someone else was playing. Yeah, we were all playing instruments. We like, don't. We Kelly don't play. Played, Kelly played the guitar, and John played the bass, and, and I, was, I was playing the like one or two drum beats I know, which was I, like that. And I, I remember the song I was singing. It yep. was uh, "We Live in Olympia." Washington so I was saying like as a joke it was a joke and I was like OPD quit fucking with me OPD quit fucking with me DWI DWI and we we was just laughing having a good time and then this crusty punk dude like he pounds on the storage unit where we practiced which was terrifying by the way yeah and then we open the door and it's like this this punk rock dude who? You know, the kind of guy you'd see, like, asking for money next to his Rottweiler downtown somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, man, you guys are awesome. <laughs> and he's that song he's, rules. Yeah, he loved it. And he, he, like, sat and I think you let him sing for a while. And I'm, like, trying to pretend I play the drums. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, and was... I think I was like, hey, Gabe, you want to trade now? And... <laughs> I know I was Ugh. I was putting the mic at him like D W I. Oh, That's how all the long ago it was. It's D U I now. I know. Ugh, yeah. And <clears throat> I um, my style is similar to Animal from the Muppets. And Did he also have a neck injury? And it hurts if you do that for a long time. <laughs> do you also like to play with a hand up your ass? <laughs> I love it when you actually think it's funny, but you can't admit it. So I you actually... go. No, I actually was trying to think like, okay, so I was picturing animal with what? I wish I had a gif or a gif of the face you just made. You went disgust, smile. No, it wasn't even that. I was trying to picture animal hitting the drums with one hand and his hand on his butt with the other. Is my point? He's a puppet. And then I figured out what you meant, and so I should let you know that our joke band had as many fans as our real band. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was uh, good times. But I, I also like, it's funny because I didn't, I don't look back at, like I was decent at sports. You wouldn't think it based on these stories of like taped jerseys and like Fifth monkey quarter. helmets. They literally, people were literally like, oh man, you got the monkey helmet. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. You know, the fifth quarter. <laughs> Hello. This is a commercial word for Anchor Podcast, the easiest way to host your podcast. Um, if you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably have an enjoyable life full of friends, family, and fun. Uh, but if you do have a podcast... um, I'm sorry, and you should use Anchor Podcasts. Uh, it's easy. It's free. Uh, they distribute everything for you. They give you sponsorship, which apparently is just talking about Anchor. I guess that's their sponsorship, but I don't want to brag, but I make, you know, maybe six bucks a month doing this. So, worth it? Of course it is. Uh, go to anchor.fm or the Anchor app. We now return to another riveting episode of the Rutledges. They kind of do that in comedy, by the way. <clears throat> there are quarters in comedy. Well, the fifth quarter equivalent of that in comedy is like like I, at Harvey's in Portland. 
they would do on Sunday night. They'd have a full show, MC, middle, headliner, shows over. They're like, hey, don't leave. You don't have to leave, everyone, because we're having an open mic afterwards. That's the fifth quarter of comedy. <laughs> hey, Gabe, I have a dollar bill. Could you give me some quarters? You want four or five? <laughs> five. <laughs> now that I know you think there are five quarters. Oh, God, I'm going <clears> to <throat> die. <laughs> I don't think there's five quarters. They just called it that. I know, but when you were like, I had forgotten. I had forgotten about the fifth quarter. Um, They did, um, for gymnastics uh, in middle school, I mean, there would be like, you know, 60, 70 kids on the team. Yeah. Um, They did... Four, four people competed for varsity per seventh grade and then eighth grade. Four people competed JV for seventh grade and eighth grade. And then everybody else, I think they did like intramural as they called it. And so there'd be like eight girls doing the floor routine yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And um, yeah. But you know, <laughs> and, it should be stated. I'm talking about my less than stellar junior high sports career. I mean, you were like an amazing gymnast. Yeah. Which is in hindsight. I mean, that's not fair, you know? Why? I don't know. Like here I am doing something um, like the rest of the kids on the team. Like they have, um, like two weeks to learn how to right. go from never doing gymnastics to learning a routine to compete. Like, I mean, so, you and know. And then, yeah, meanwhile, you're a state champ on floor and I'm or whatever. doing like, you know, <clears throat> like I, I'm like competing skills that I had been doing since I was, you know, like eight years old. And so, um, because they're not going to, I mean, they have to make it so they can kind of do them, right? And so... Do you ever look back at... I know it's complicated and for you, mm-hmm. but do you ever look back... I mean, if you want to call it a career, you were a child into high school, you did gymnastics. Do you ever look back at it with a different... Because in the same way... Okay, to compare it to comedy, I mean, athletically, clearly... Comedians are much more athletic. We stand there for hours sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but the the top level, mm-hmm. no matter what I accomplish, the top level is like, um, well, you're not Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. And in like in gymnastics, as great as you were, there was always a level or two above you that you wished you were and your coaches wished you were. And like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Until you're in the Olympics, which is like 10 friggin' girls. In the Not whole, even. You know what I mean? Four. So <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, it's almost like the way you talk about how people talk to you about gymnastics. If you would have, I don't know what, if you would have given a shit, if you would have applied yourself, you could have gone. But, but now that it's like totally over. Mm-hmm. Do you ever what look- do you mean? 
until the comeback. I could still do it. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, God, my back. Rising up. God, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> falling down. <laughs> Gonna stay there. So, do you ever think, do you ever just go like, oh, fuck, I was state champion on floor. No. That's mind-boggling to me. That, I mean, I, I've i had sex with a state champ, actually more than one. What? I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no. Um, but why? Because you're not trained that way. But like, it's, that's what I mean, though. It's like over. It's like... I know, but you... You know, all the sloughing of the brains and cells and stuff? Sure. That's, some of that stuff stays. <laughs> and yeah. all of those things, like, they're just so ingrained in you that... It didn't feel like success at the time and it still doesn't now. No, because yeah. there was better. Like, this is the thing that, <clears throat> you know, if you, um, I mean, I think that you would have to live on another planet not to be aware of like the scandals that have occurred in gymnastics in the last sure. four years. Um, and finally something is changing. Um, but so like so many girls were sexually abused by this doctor who was like the national team right. doctor. Okay. Um, and that's, I think, probably a tiny, tiny percentage, like, represent, represents a tiny percentage of the girls who are abused by coaches, fathers of, of teammates. I mean, right. okay, so... Um, I should say I wasn't abused. I'm glad you said it. I didn't want to say you should say you're not abused. But. Yeah, no, I wanted to say that, <laughs> clear that up. Like, but I mean, it's it, it, it's a sport that this is what happens, and this is where you know. Um, it's like the Catholic religion started a sport. That's how bad it is, right? Um, <clears throat> so one of a, a, a Olympic. Um, champion like gold medalist champion Allie Raceman is her name and um she I've heard her do an interview where you know somebody was talked she was kind of talking about it how it you know it happened for years and years and and they were just so like trying to like understand like how can that happen how can that repeatedly happen to so many kids mm -hmm. and she she said, what you don't understand is, you know, when you're a gymnast, you start training at a very young age and you, um, I'm paraphrasing too, you, uh, you are totally subjective, subjected to your coach's control of you, like everything and, and you're like, in it it's like you give up control because this person's going to help you achieve your dream and you stop questioning things and this is yeah. this is the thing that 
I mean, I can, I can say this, like, I, I went to nationals, like, the first time I went to nationals, like, like, it was like the last, my last vault before we went to, like, be, in warm-ups. Mm-hmm. And I was going to then go and change, like, and get ready for, like, the competition. And I, like, jammed my toe into the springboard and and I broke it. Right. And, I mean, it was so painful. <laughs> and my coach said, don't even think about not competing. And I mean, it was not even a question. And I had ice on my toe until it was time to walk out and compete. And then something takes over, the adrenaline takes over. Like, you know, and I was not that high level of a gymnast. So, um, so I think like the very thought of it, like if, if I said to some, you know, the aliens dropping down on the planet. Mm -hmm. Explain it to the aliens, my favorite game. Yes. Here is a, a piece of wood. It is four inches wide and it is four feet off the ground. I want you to go up there and do flips and twists on it. Right. You would be like, hell no. That is ridiculous. Can I just try to walk down it? Isn't that enough? Right. <clears throat> um, so the the very, like, you, you turn that part of your brain off. Right. Um, no one would do gymnastics. I mean, and so there's so much of, like, you have to trust this person to spot you, to, right. um, you know, you trust them like because i mean it's not like you just get up and do something on the high beam like you have levels of you know preparing for it and you trust them and and it becomes something where i mean they tell you how to wear your hair um yeah we used to have to weigh in i mean eight nine ten year old christy like once a week weigh Mm -hmm. in and they wrote it on the chart and your coach would talk to you about you know so they had full control over you and you're you know you stretch like i'm i'm super flexible and um i would work on splits with my front leg like on something that was I mean, two feet off the ground, like the angle was like not a normal angle and it feels like you're going to rip your hamstring and they will come and push you down like, right. And you don't say a word because you're, you know, you're going to be accused of being weak. Like you're just berated if you don't. And, and so, um, so I think like these girls who were molested, like this guy, I mean, from what I've read, the doctor was like saying he was doing adjustments and um, I think they, you just don't think about it. Like you stop questioning. And so there's yeah. so many things like you just don't question anymore. And so <clears throat> I think so much of it was I, if my coach told me I did good, then I did good. 
when I won the state meet, I messed up one of my tumbling passes, but I still was good enough to mm-hmm. like win. But in my mind, yeah, I didn't deserve it. So I look at that and I'm like, well, I didn't deserve it. Well, so I don't feel any pride over yeah. it. I feel like, well, I pulled the wool over everybody's eyes. That yeah. Time. <laughs> well, it's interesting <clears throat> that, like, when you talk about you know, abuse aside, I'm not talking about abuse, but like, <clears throat> like the story where you uh, broke your toe. Mm-hmm. They said, "Don't even think about it." You yeah. Competed. <laughs> what place do you think you got? Oh God, in the hundreds. Okay. I mean. So, like, this is what's interesting to me, though, is it's like, if that was the Olympics, you're like, yeah, ice the fucking toe. Get in there. Right? And there that's was what a doctor you... who would have given me a quarter time right. shot. But it's <laughs> like, that story, when you go on to get a hundredth. is not that. And it's it's interesting to, like, but I guess you have to do that on the way. Yeah, you have but it's to also, do that. I've been watching this Michael Jordan documentary. Mm-hmm. Everyone is, except you, I think. But he is an asshole. Really? Oh, my God. He's such an asshole. But, like, the way he motivates himself is to feel personally slighted by Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to beat the shit out of this team because I don't like this one insignificant thing. When they played the Sonics, which was, like, 96, I think, Mm -hmm. he wanted to beat them because him and George Carl, who was the Sonics coach, they Mm -hmm. were at a restaurant, and George Carl didn't say hi. So, fuck him. Like, well, and I can kind of see that because it's like a, oh, you think you're better than me. That's his motivation as the best player, not only in the league at that time, but maybe ever. Well, he has to use these petty things to like make him ultra and it. But at the end of the day, at the end of his life, you go worth it. Well, I think that's I mean, that was a lot of like. You know, we're going to go out there and we are going to show them how good you are. Right. You know? Um, and I, I still remember I got, um, I got a nine, six on, on floor one. And, and the, like, if this is the time when like a 10 was perfect and, um, and I, I think at that time, like I, my routine was only worth a nine eight, mm-hmm. and and like I mean I was a so really... close to of your of your difficulty level close to flawless. Yeah, and at that time I was I was like a level nine, like you know, sorry, one of the highest levels, and and my coach, we were at this meet, we were trying to qualify for nationals, and um, and he said he had told me he didn't think I could do it. And he said, um, I, oh, we, at this, he was not letting us look at our scores Mm -hmm. throughout the meet. And he said to me, yeah, there's no way you're going to be able to qualify. You would have to have a nine five. There's, there's just no way. And to that point, I think my high score was probably like a nine two or a nine three, and um, he was like, "So you know, you did great, and you know, but you're not going to be able to do it." Mm-hmm. I um, I like in my mind, I'm like, "Well, fuck him," 
and I went out there and I like flawless. I mean, you know, and I got a nine six and I was like, oh my God, I did it. And he was like, I was just messing with you. You only needed an eight to qualify. Right. <clears throat> and and I ended up getting like, you know, a super high, like 37 all around, like higher than I'd ever gotten. And like, and, and it was just such a like, but that, and I still remember, like, that was the most motivated I have ever felt in my life. It was like, don't even tell me I can't do this. They do that in boxing too. Someone who's like clearly way ahead on points, mm-hmm. you know, in the 10th round, but their trainer will be like, I think you need to knock him out. I don't think you're going to win this on points. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the, the, the shitty thing is like, <clears throat> these are all things you need to do to be good. And of course, be an elite level athlete. But most of, at some point that goes away. Even if, right. And even so if, it just makes for a really even for Michael, up adult. Even for Michael Jordan, that has gone away now. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, it, it doesn't set you up for the rest of your life. No. no. In, in fact, only taking satisfaction, even when you accomplished, even when you were the best that day on floor routine in the entire state, and you were like, but I messed up that one tumbling pass, so I'm not going to give myself credit. You have taken that. You can, what things in life are perfect. Nothing's perfect. Nothing. But and I, so, yeah, so it's hard no. for you to give yourself credit. And you also do this really bizarre thing with physical pain, thanks to gymnastics, where, like, if I wanted you to clean the house, I, <laughs> I would hit you in the leg with a board. <laughs> And then you would be so focused because of the pain, you would do more than you normally well, do. Because have you ever been injured? Yes. When you... I lay down. <laughs> I know. But this is the thing, okay? You... It's all about being tough. The best gymnasts are those right. that are tough, right? And And the amount of praise one gets when they are constantly like working through pain. Like, okay. So like when you do bars and gymnastics, like you're, you get rips, like they're essentially like blisters on your hands that like rip open the skin rips off. Like I actually have a scar from one that just kept ripping, ripping, ripping. You taught me the, uh, cause I used to happen to me with drums. You taught me the teabag trick. Yes. Where you find Amanda lower his testicles under your hands. (laughs) (laughs) And then you forget all about your troubles. Cause you're feeling so awkward. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, I mean, my whole hands would just be sure. bloody. They'd rip off, like the skin would rip up. And then and then you would, I mean, we would just like rip it off with our fingers or like bite oh, it God. off and rip Awful. it off. Awful. And talk about coronavirus. <laughs> I mean, we would just, we would just, okay, this is, sometimes you would have like a really huge rip that might be like your whole palm. I'm going to vomit, dude. Oh. They would put a thumbtack in it and put it on the wall, like like the picture. No, what do you mean? They, oh, the skin. The skin oh, would... for God's sakes! <laughs> it was like a little trophy oh. thing. Um, it would just be like totally bloodied, and you would pack sure. chalk in it and hop back up and go. If you quit, it was like, oh, well, you're not. 
tough enough to do this. So you can go over there and, I don't know, stretch or something, and you were ignored. Right. I mean, you were you were dead to ever, and you were not allowed to be, like, in the bar area. You would have to go, like, go behind uh, some mats. We don't even want to look at you because you are not tough enough to do this. And so, um, I mean, you figure out pretty quickly the best way to not feel your pain is to to just keep moving just yeah, keep moving i get and, that but it's i it's... mean think about like when i was in labor with Maisie. i'm like i have to clean the whole house like because if i can just keep moving and forget about the pain like, but it's so weird because it's like you could be like walking to the bathroom spraining your ankle and in deep pain and then be like, I'm going to get the ladder and clean the gutters. I'm like, sit down. What the fuck are you doing? Because sit it's, down. It's also just something that's so ingrained. If you get an injury, you are worthless. And so it's like, and if you're like, if you succumb to the pain, you're a piece of shit. And, no, I get that. But you are 46. I know. <laughs> I, I can't. When I, I mean, I still remember when I, I, I fell off my driveway, which is like maybe an inch, maybe yeah. an inch and a half. And I broke my foot. And I mean, I remember coming back into the house, like limping back into the house, like kind of run limping, like screaming that I was in so much pain. I mean, it was like cold it was hurt so bad and i could barely breathe and my the feeling underneath that was i am i am bad i'm a bad person and so it's i like you part of me wanted to keep moving pretend there's no pain because you want to try and convince yourself you're not bad you're yeah. good you're fine you have value and so and again if you're in the NBA or the Olympics, do you have to do that. But it's just that it's I just... didn't make it that far. And right. so that's and that's the bad part is then like I'm so ingrained like that's so ingrained in me. Like it's it's so bad. Like it's so hard for me to go to the doctor and get help. Um I I mean when I broke my foot, I didn't go to the doctor for five weeks. And they do that. I mean, it was so swollen. I could barely put weight on it. And they go and they do the x-ray. And she's like, you have a fracture. But it's been so long. No, this like, is really going to affect my comeback. No, <laughs> no point in putting a cast on it. And she gave me an air splint. But no. then, like, it still hurt. I didn't go back for a year. And they did an MRI. And there was a piece of bone had chipped off. And, you know, things like that, like... I know, but it's like you don't... you What you did fucked you up worse. Oh, I know it that. It didn't I help. understand that. <laughs> it's just... It's, it's a really hard thing to navigate. I'm yeah. not saying these are good things because it's like I have to, like, figure out, like, is it worth it to feel like I'm worthless? Um... 
to seek medical attention. Like, do I, like, you know, when you have to do something mentally hard, it's like, you have to like really go like, oh yeah, I can do this. You have to psych yourself up yeah. and it's hard to just to go to the doctor to get medical care. Yeah. So I don't know. The point is don't put your kids in sports. It'll ruin their life. It's hard because there's, I mean, I have good, oh, I, I didn't put my kids in gymnastics. I mean, I guess no. that should be, people will ask me about my gymnastics experience and I said, I let my kids try it a little bit. Um, we got one gymnast size too, but and she's also super flexible. Like, I mean, my gymnast friends have like seen, you know, her size and seen how flexible she is. And I'm like, Nope, I yeah. will not. Well, I all the, not. I'm not trying to talk shit, but that whole industry, like half of the, the gymnastic, cause I went to a, a lot of gymnastics academies <clears throat> Check around. No, I I worked for your mom. Yeah, recovering, recovering beams. beams. Like you, like you recover furniture. Like you put the leather stuff back on. It's an involved, tedious process, especially when you're working with your mother-in-law and father-in-law. <laughs> but they don't fight. That's the important. They would fight all day, and then just be like, you know what? We don't fight. That's the good thing about us. And I'm like, you've been screaming at each other all day, <laughs> Roger. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> and then he would be like, your hair looks nice today, dear. <laughs> Uh, they'd pull me aside separately and be like, we don't, you know what? We are together all the time. We don't fight that much. And then like two minutes later, your mom would say the same thing. I'm like, am I, I'm, is that why I'm here? To see, hold, hold and the now you see why I'm so fucked up because then I had my mom telling me like her reality. And so I didn't know who to believe. But my point is I would go to these gymnastics academies all over the Northwest. Yeah. And half of them would have something on the door like, go for the gold, <laughs> Olympic dream. I'm like, Olympic dreams? <laughs> There's literally not one Northwest gymnast who has made an Olympic team. Not one. Not one. Like, it's insanity. It's like, it's like calling your, your Little League team, uh, you know, future major <laughs> leaguers. It's not happening. Like... Oh, I, I mean, in, in, across the country, the Northwest is, like, the um, lowest. Well, not like, in the signage. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I laughed really hard. But why can't we just have year. some fucking fun and be good at a sport? What are we, what are we doing? I don't know. You're it, not making the Olympics. Be, because this is what it's all about. Um. My favorite article that is called Youth Sports, The Race to Nowhere. Because somewhere in the mid-80s to mid-90s, people figured out the marketability of youth sports yeah. and parents. And it is a huge industry. There's people spending $20,000 a year on their kids so they can get a $1,500 scholarship. Oh, Do you know what I mean? That, I mean, if the, anything. This is the thing that I'm always like talking to people about. Um, in Olympia, you know, my parents opened the first gym in like 1981, I think. Um, and um, one girl got a 
partial scholarship to Seattle Pacific University. One girl did get a full-ride scholarship to the University of Bridgeport in Connecticut. That's like, every girl's dream. They're like a Division three school. <laughs> right. Um, Which is great, by the way. Don't get me wrong. It's great that that happened. One girl... But... I think she got a scholarship to Idaho State. Um, and she blew out her knee in practice, like, before the season even started. And that's, that's it. For every college-level gymnast from Olympia. So, when I hear these, I mean, that's the thing is, like, I meet so many people whose kids are, like, in seventh grade and they're homeschooling them half the day so that they can go to the gym and then i find out their level they'll be like oh yeah she's gonna go level five next year and i'm like level five level five (laughs) okay out of ten between age 13 and 18 she's going to master all of the i mean and, and it's like if you look at like like simone biles I mean, she was essentially doing the same moves she's doing now at age 11. You no, know, at an elite level of anything, it doesn't matter how hard you work. I mean, you have to work hard at an elite level, but it doesn't, there there's are genetic just, things. There's, there's some there's, things, yeah. there's that, that component yeah. that, and I've seen, like that girl that I talked about who went to University of Idaho but blew out her knee, she, I mean, not Olympic level, but she was that kind of gymnast that was like, a freak of nature, but that's what can happen, you know? Well, the lessons that sports teach you are, of course, not all bad. There's, there's working hard and sacrifice and working through. But the funny thing is that's okay. Sports are over. Mm -hmm. Now you work at state farm insurance or wherever the hell you work. Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to use these sports lessons That's not what you need. Yes, you have to work hard, but you know what you need? (laughs) You need to get along with people. Well, That's what you need. But see, that's what I will say for me. Some of my my best lessons were like the social stuff and my my most fun. I mean, because we traveled, I traveled like all, like Alaska- Idaho, Oregon, Montana. I I mean, eventually I went to North Carolina, South Carolina. You know, we went all over the place and um, stayed in hotels. Um, my friend and I were naughty in hotels and had to sleep in the coach's room because we farted around too much. God, we had fun. <laughs> but that part of the social is good. But guess what I'm saying is like, let's say you get a new job at an office and you walk in and you go like, who's the best salesperson here? Not fucking anymore. New guy in town. I'm taking you down one at a time. That yeah. person's not, that doesn't work. That no. doesn't, you can't Michael Jordan your way through car sales or. No. You know what I mean? And I see people do that all the time. Yeah, I see it because, in comedy well, all the time. They were, that's how they. That's how they were, yeah, they were raised. Like, you know, you're the best. You're the best at whatever. Like, if you're not first, you're, 
last right? or except yeah. nothing else and yeah. yeah and so yeah and i think um yeah it's an interesting thing i mean i know i i know like you could you know you can play like on select soccer teams here and some of them like you have to pay you know you end up paying like for the uniform alone like a couple thousand dollars because that includes your sweatsuit and your team socks and shorts yeah, it gets and, nuts. and you have to wear a specific thing to practice in and it's um it's crazy it's so like they just find ways to like up the up the mm -hmm. ante and um yeah i think that I think that when it comes down to it, it's just, it's about money. I think if you, I guess my point is if you want a childhood sports experience that's going to prepare you for the rest of your life, you play the fifth quarter. Totally. You know what? <laughs> life I, is the fifth quarter. I, um, so I, uh, I worked for Jim that got bought by another gym and when they purchased us and they were doing like inventory there was like tons and tons of um like awards for like gymnastics meets and like um medals and there this new gym's like a big meet that they had every year was called the the go for the gold invitational mm -hmm. but we really mostly only had bronze <laughs> medals we didn't have any golds and so we were dying laughing like behind the scenes as we're like come to the gold go for the gold invitational but really you're only getting bronze medal like should we change the name and go for the bronze <laughs> um we're going long we should wrap this up yeah this is how long is this hour 20 i think should we remind everybody what happened before we recorded this podcast? nothing nothing happened at all <laughs> oh god i can't wait to I can't wait to turn off the microphone and watch it. <laughs> Maybe we should record just a little longer. Should I show it? Can I do it now? What do you mean? Oh, you No, you can't show it. I mean, can I listen to it? I'll try to... I'll, I'll play it. I want to do it for us, though. Okay, go ahead. Put it against the mic. Let me get it all set up up if i was gonna make up a last name i don't think i would choose Macadam. maybe play just one more time <laughs> if i was gonna make up a last name i don't think i would choose Macadam. Did I fart or was I moving furniture? It's not anyone's business. It's my house. So loud. God damn it. I'm ashamed.
the family. I'm sorry. Uh, if you would like to be a Rutledge Reveler and be our monthly supporter uh, and be a that would be cool. Uh, in the podcast notes, there's a link that says support this podcast, or go to RutledgeRadio.com, click on the support button. <laughs> They're probably like, I am never listening to that <clears throat> again. That woman laughed hysterically about a fart. <laughs> that woman, you say it like someone happened to be listening to the podcast through like a boom box. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I don't know what you're listening to, but that woman's laughing hysterically about <laughs> gas. <laughs> well, I never. We've been sitting here so long, my butt is starting to hurt. <clears throat> we need better chairs. <laughs> this is what I don't like about being home. It's every day you're like, you know what we need? I'm like, nothing! Stop! I know, you're like all freaked out. Like, you don't realize the stuff I do on a regular basis. I look at couches. I look at houses. It's <laughs> fine, but it's not like... I'm not saying no to everything. I'm just saying no to some of the things. But I'm it's not just, buying them. I just I, am putting I know, them on You the look at what's, what's red, red fin? Yes, because one of these days, I am going to log in and find the perfect house for $5. You'll say stuff like, well, this one's only 750000 <laughs> And I'm like... Cool. We're just shy. I still haven't gotten my unemployment, but when that kicks in, we're buying that son of a bitch. Really? No. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, March twenty, not March. Uh, May, May twenty eighth. I have a uh, uh, a Zoom type virtual show. Um, Nowhere Comedy. Nowhere Club? Comedy Club. Dot com. Uh, and if you buy a VIP fifth, no, twenty five dollar ticket. You get a Q&A afterwards <gasps> with yours truly. Do they want me to join in? I do get some promo links. What if And you... Sh- you get a download of my unreleased new album also if you buy that ticket. It starts at 6 p.m. on the West Coast, so I know that's not great for parents. but I have a serious question. What is it? What if you fart during the Q&A? That's 30 <laughs> That's $30 if you, <laughs> if you want the F&A. You know what? I'm going to call it a Q&F. <laughs> Whatever the question is, I got the answer. Marco! <laughs> All right, we're going to go. Thanks for being here. And remember, you can't unlisten. <laughs> We're the Rutledges. Rutledges. We're the Rutledges. Rutledges. We're the Rutledges. We've got a podcast.